Okay. Who Scatter Chatter. I'm your boy, Just Ray. And this is Will93, and we'd like to thank each and every one of y'all for coming out, hanging out, and spending time with us. Don't forget to get involved with the show. Leave your comments, your questions, your concerns in the comment section below so we can get to that, we can interact with you, we can bring you a part of the show, and uh, increase our, our, our fellowship. And with that being said, Ray, what we got going on today, man? Uh, all right. Uh, today's show. Uh, this is woo, part three with Doctor Anya Timmer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so she's gonna she's gonna talk about some holistic medicines. I know we went into depth on the remedies on the last episode, so we're gonna talk about that, and then we're gonna do a lead into the next episode. We're gonna talk about cannabis. So uh, with that being said, again, Doctor Anya, can you please? Give us a introduction of who you are, what you do, and then we'll go into the questions and stuff. Oh, sure. Hello, hello, everybody. So great to be here again. Thank you, guys. Yeah. I'm honored. First time. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm a, a doctor in South Florida. I run a wellness center called Total Holistic Center. Um, and my look at medicine and wellness and health is a little bit different. I look at overall picture of health, 360-degree view, mind, body, lifestyle, and use natural ways to treat uh, chronic health issues, one of which is cannabis. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to talk about that because you were you're one of the – what is it, the first or second in Florida to get the med- the medicinal license for cannabis, right? Is that correct? Yeah, I was one of the first ones, kind of a pioneer. Um, when when we first got legalized uh, in the medical program in, in the state of Florida of medical cannabis, I was one of the few lucky ones to get the certificate. So uh, before we get the questions, one quick question I want to ask you about that. Were you, did you have to do the, like, play a lottery for that, or, or how did that work for you? Because I know here in California we had to, like, there's a lottery right now. We're waiting since this, but because of the whole coronavirus thing, uh, we don't, I don't know how it's going to play out right now. Yeah, well, you guys got on this industry, this industry first. Uh, California was there a long time. Um, with Florida, when they opened up the certificates to doctors, I'll, I don't know if you'll be shocked, but there wasn't a line for it. It was actually very few uh, doctors getting it at a time um, because mm-hmm. of so much stigma. Uh, Florida is not, unfortunately, as open-minded as California. So it took us a little right. while. It took us a little while. So it seems like it's like okay. between, I think it's us, California, Colorado, with the I forget uh-huh. what the name of those two the brothers are. 
and then um, they have the Charlotte's Web strand, and then there's the guys in then there's Washington State. Stanley Brothers, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Yes, in that's, Florida that's just... there was no lines, no lotteries. Uh, first come, first serve. Um, very interesting oh. little fact is that when when Florida first started getting doctors certified, uh, they were offering this eight-hour certification course um, that we had to sit through and read and learn a lot of very interesting information that I might go into a little later. Um, oh. The course was pulled for some reason. So now when doctors uh, certify in Florida, they only take a two-hour course, which gives zero information about actual science, off cannabis, um, anything that has to do with health. It just kind of shows you how to put patient in registry. So it's very interesting how that happened, and I'm not real sure why. So now it's more just medical billing. It has nothing to do with, like, dosages uh-huh. or anything like that. Oh, boy. That's, uh, exactly. that's interesting. So it's basically wild, wild west. Um, doctors here trying to figure out on their own what to do and how to do it. So patients wow. got to be careful who, who who they go to, who they listen to. Wow. Oh, wow. They need to find reputable, um, reputable positions with Hopefully, experience in the field. Wow. Okay. Wow. Right. All right. Do you, do you hear what's going on in Florida? Wow. Yeah. The, yeah. He <laughs> said the wild, wild west. I mean, it's still you know, it's the kind wild, of like wild that, west. right? Yeah, with the legislation, it's still kind of that way, but uh, hopefully it gets better. Um, in any case, um, let's go on to the the Q and A. Will, do you want to start us off, or do you want me? Well, to? um. Well, we got some we got some pretty good questions and stuff for the good doctor here. So, um, let me jump off off the deep end and ask this question, um, Doc. Do you believe holistic medicine lacks the respect in the in the classic Western medicine culture? Oh wow, tough question. Well, I I hope selfishly because this is my personal belief. I really mm-hmm. hope that it will. It hasn't mm-hmm. yet. Uh, it's 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 a very um, it's a, it's a fight every day. It's mm-hmm. a fight. Um, and the the biggest thing is evidence research. Right. Unless there is enough research, and that means there has to be enough funding going into research, it will not have mm-hmm. success. So somehow. Right. People who are really interested, you know, in getting more holistic, complementary, alternative treatments out there, you know, they need to start funding the research. Um, we need to create programs for funding, um, more complementary options. Um, that's the only way. Otherwise, it's, it's speculation. Just right. I think we need to start a GoFundMe, man. I, I, I'm need to, I think you need to drop a, a GoFundMe right now. <laughs> I'll go donate I'll go. right away. Right, right, right. <laughs> Give what you can. Give what you can. <laughs> Maybe right. we can get, get, get Snoop Dogg in as a sponsor and do a telethon. Uh, all right. That's I think you right. might be with that. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Can you try? That's right. All That's right. right. So the next one we got is uh, um, so I guess for I guess for the two of us, 
uh, me and Will, we have the mindset that if you believe that that uh, if you lead with the mind, the rest will follow. Uh, does Western medicine seek to resolve sy- symptoms and hope to eliminate the problem? Yeah, I'm with you guys. This is my belief, too. I am a huge believer in mind-body connection. Um, I bring that into my patient care plans all the time. And this is the part that I see missing on, on, on the huge level in Western medicine. It's like it's like our mind is completely cut off from our physical body. It's like we're empty shells of physical body walking around the way that Western medicine looks at us. It, it doesn't take into consideration the fact that we are human beings, that our mind is powerful, that uh, all the areas of our life are interconnected. You know, even if somebody just lonely and isolated, um, you know, having trouble with relationships, it could easily cause them to become sick, and that's something you know, everybody understands. But uh, Western medicine, unfortunately, separates all these parts so you go to one, you know, primary care, and they send you out to this specialist and that specialist and the other specialist. But there is nobody in Western medicine who puts it all together in, into one whole because you're a human being. And that's the part that I've taken upon myself to fill in, in my practice and put all these pieces together and all these areas of life and mind, body, and lifestyle, all of it into one. Wow. Wow. Um, I am going to incorporate a two-part question in this. Um, So one of my questions was, do you believe doctors are motivated, motivated by the drug companies for these backdoor payments to prescribe drugs versus dealing with the underlying problem and introducing the idea of, of CBD into it, what are the differences between hemp and CBD? Sure. So let me let me address the first part. Well, um, I don't know if I'm gullible or or innocent like that, but I believe in in, in good nature of humans. <laughs> yeah. And okay. When I went to medical school, all and you know, throughout my whole medical education the people around me i really feel that they mean the best they want to heal people they go there um to really make a difference so i don't think most doctors are there to do something malicious or do something just because they're going to get paid um they somehow truly believe that what they're doing is helping one way or another but the mm-hmm. problem is, is not with the doctors, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, but with okay. the medical education system. Is because mm-hmm. why, why do doctors believe that these things are beneficial? Is because we're being drilled, patients, that this mm-hmm. is the only way. You're diagnosed and mm-hmm. you give the medication. You're diagnosed and right. you create, perform a surgery. You're diagnosed and you put in a couple of injections. That's, mm-hmm. that's it. There's no other option. And the mm-hmm. other thing that keeps being drilled is evidence-based medicine, evidence-based medicine. Okay, but what if there's nobody to pay to create the evidence? Well, then what? Mm. So we have I that think problem the that we live in. Yeah. System, hmm? 
mm-hmm. educational system is the one that's kind of driving it, and who is creating the education? That's another question. Is mm. it pharmaceutical companies that are influencing it? I, I personally don't know. It's, once again, I could speculate. Okay. But, you know. <laughs> I think you and I both agree. I like to look for the goodness in people. I'm, I prepare mm-hmm. for the worst in them, but I, I genuinely I seek goodness in all people. And that's why I put my my best foot forward on that. So I valued your opinion on that one because that was huge. Um, um, I've seen doctors who have just given me a prescription and just say, okay, take this. It may not resolve my issue, but it may resolve my symptoms. So that's the reason why I asked about that. Exactly. Western medicine focuses on, number one, naming a problem, so creating a diagnosis mm-hmm. which is just a label or a name for a bunch of symptoms, mm-hmm. and then finding mm-hmm. an appropriate medication to control those symptoms. It's not based on finding solutions and uh, finding the root cause and actually curing and healing the problem in the first place. Wow. It's like I always give this example. Style. Yeah. <laughs> If if you have gangrene of your foot, like your foot is falling off, it's all black and nasty and, and smelly, and you're just going to put a Band-Aid on it oh. instead of figuring <laughs> out how to fix it. Right. Mm. If it's a cute Band-Aid, though. Cute <laughs> Band-Aid. With little, uh, yeah. Characters on it. It's colorful. With a Disney yeah. character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle all, all the way. That's... I, I could ride with that. I could ride with Mute. Yeah. See? To match Hello with the gang green that's Kitty. going on. Hello, Hello Kitty. Kitty. Okay. There it is. That's a happy medium. <laughs> I, I'll settle with happy. Yeah. Wow. I, I went. I <laughs> went. Going to have to incorporate the Sanrio company, huh? Okay. All right. I see what's going yeah. on. Right. So that part. That part. Center, we focus on, on the root cause. Whether that root cause. <laughs> is inflammation, whether that root cause mm. is in your mindset, whether that root cause is in your tiny little daily habits that if you just mm. change, tweak a little bit, could create a new set of health uh, habits for you. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. Good one, Doc, good one. Um, so maybe we'll come back to the the hemp and CBD when we get back to that. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, um, let's see. In your opinion, uh, once diagnosed with an issue, should one seek holistic medicine first or should it go the Western medicine route? Huh, that's a tough one, too. That's a tough one. Uh, because I'm Western medicine trained, <laughs> um you definitely have to, you know, balance the risk versus benefit. That's that's the main thing. Uh, I mm-hmm. believe number one is in do not harm. So if if there is a big issue at stake, if life is at stake, if it's a big concern, definitely don't hesitate. Don't go taking different herbs, uh, you know, if you're having a heart attack. Go to the hospital, right. go to the doctor, uh, take care of yourself. Um, and mm-hmm. then later, once you take care of the acute problem, once you figure out, you know, how you could live, 
to them, let's seek holistic complementary treatments to figure out why you had that heart attack in the first place and fix mm. those issues so you don't have another one in the future and you become much healthier. Mm. But if it's something okay. that, you know, you're just having, you're, you have a cold. Like, for example, my, in my own family. This is my personal opinion. Uh, nobody should take this as, as medical advice. But my family, if it's just a light cold, not right now, it's coronavirus, <laughs> but then right. regular time, we don't go running to, to a doctor. You know, we try taking vitamins. We take supportive care. Uh, we take some herbs just to help our immune system. And then we watch. If it gets better, great. If it doesn't, then we go to the doctor. And I take my kids to the doctor. Mm-hmm. Is there a time in which you try a more holistic approach and then you see um, no resolve? Then you would probably circle back and, and seek um, another doctor's opinion? or Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, number one thing for my own family, I don't like to play doctor with my own family because that's, that's never good. So, okay. <laughs> uh, just an example with my own children. If, uh, if I see a problem, you know, cough or ear infection or anything like that, and I try to give it a shot and treat it in more holistic ways for a couple of days, but if I see that it's not improving, I will definitely take them to pediatrician for a second opinion, and I'll follow uh-huh. their guidance. Okay. All right. But it's also very important what kind of practitioner you choose. So choose your practitioner based on, on your values and um, make sure to that your practitioner has respect for you as, as a parent, as an mm-hmm. adult, as a human being. Um, I think I always tell my patients it's totally fine, and I'm actually I love it when they're educated, when they're mm-hmm. proactive. I hate it that right now, you know, a lot of doctors are calling patients, you know, Google doctors because they come with printouts. I actually like it. I like when my patients are educated. They're trying to educate mm-hmm. themselves. They're trying to be active mm-hmm. in their own healthcare. I, I really respect that. Awesome. Good news. That's good yeah. news. I like that approach. So then um, I'm going to jump to this. In your opinion, doctor, do you think the Western medicine make holistic medicine take longer to be effective? Um, what do you mean by that? Clarify, please. Um, yes. Um, so if I was diagnosed, um, I don't know, um, if I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes and then they give me this whole makeup and they start to give different kind of drugs, whether it's a insulin or whether it's a glipizide or something of that sort, and you start to take those, those medicines, does the holistic approach take longer to be effective because you have those medicines in the system now? Um, not necessarily, in my opinion. Um, you do have to be careful with, uh, if you're already on medication, you have to be very well guided. Because, for example, mm-hmm. if you start making lifestyle changes and your blood sugar improves, 
your your medication needs to be uh, changed. Your your dosage needs to be changed. So you have to be very careful with that. Um, mm-hmm. There are some side effects for medications that you'll have to deal with, maybe. Uh, but I mm-hmm. I don't think it's it's never too late, um, and it's it's always good to I think try a natural way, change your lifestyle, change your nutrition, change your mindset. Even if you're already mm-hmm. on medications. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Listeners, I hope y'all paying attention out there. And if Most you can, of my patients leave your comments. Come in. Yes. Sorry, sorry. A little delay here. Oh, no, oh, no worries. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying that most of my patients come in with bags of medications or boxes or lists, so many different medications. And then we start digging them out <laughs> little by little with the help wow. of their primary care and their specialist team. Um, because the ones that okay. prescribe medications, those are the ones that take the patients off. I don't do that. But um, we work together as a team, and I help them change their lifestyle so that little by little they could eliminate or, or just decrease at least some of those medications. Okay. Good. Okay. Wow. Just Ray, what you got for us, man. All right. We're gonna go into the good stuff now. Um <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. Let's, let's let's back up to our uh we wanna kinda of start touching on the whole cannabis. And we'll have a whole separate episode on this. Um so there's a lot this is a very deep like thing to talk about, like the cannabis stuff. So we'll start like kinda of like at the beginning. So on the shelves on over the counter, you see hemp and CBD. Like, what's the difference? Like, because I read it, it says like industrial grade. The other one is CBD. I guess it's plant based. You know, but there's I don't know if there's anybody regulating that. So, what's the difference between the two? Yeah, uh, it's also wild, wild west out there huh? <laughs> with the <laughs> CBD industry. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of my patients are so confused. They try different things. You could even buy CBD at Seven Eleven now. It's, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I got um, a, a slurp. But it's but but they say but it says CBD. But if you read the label carefully, yeah. it says industrial hemp. That's what it is. So they're mixing up the two definitions. It sounds like. Yeah, yeah. There's no, as you said, there's no regulation. The labeling is way off. The only way to know what's really in the product and what you're buying and what you're consuming is to become an educated consumer and to seek out the companies that can provide you with a lab certificate of analysis. And then you can easily see what's exactly in there. And there are companies who do that. We we do that with our own uh, CBD products. Um, Okay. It's... You know, it doesn't really, unless we really have this lab analysis, it doesn't really matter what's on the label because nobody okay. knows what's really in it. Um, right. But hemp hemp is a plant. Obviously, so it's a hemp extract, a plant extract. Uh, it's usually an oil form. There's different routes. There's tinctures. There's capsules. People put them in edible products. There's gummies. Um all that good stuff. Okay. So, and the difference, as you asked, between, yeah, CBD. So CBD is a cannabinoid. The okay. Cannabis has 
different cannabinoids in there, which is basically like active ingredients. So mm-hmm. one okay. cannabinoid is CBD, which is cannabidiol. The other ingredient, okay. another canna- cannabinoid is THC. The difference between okay. those two is THC is the one that has the psychoactive effect that could cause, quote-unquote, high. CBD uh-huh. does not have that potential. Cannabidiol does not have the psychoactive effect. Um, uh-huh. But CBD is in the hemp. Uh, extract, but it's not a it's not hemp extract. So hemp okay. extract has a little has some cannabinoids in there. It also has a little bit, tiny bit of, of THC cannabinoids in there. So legal okay. guidelines for uh, hemp products are to have uh, less than 0.03 percent of THC in them. Okay. So even if you're buying a quote-unquote CBD product that's made out of hemp, that's not an isolate, not just the CBD in itself. You're still getting a tiny bit of THC in there. So people need to realize that and be careful of, you know, if they're being urine tested and work or anything like that. Right. So between so between the three, you have the, you have the THC, the CBD, and you have the hemp. Like which one has the strongest efficacy as far as like for medicinal properties like you know if you have like inflammatory issues or you have sleep problems like which one should you be looking for as far as what you want to use sure so both of these cannabinoids CBD and THC they both have medicinal properties on their own they both have anti-inflammatory properties and, and others um, but there's such a research uh, that's called Entourage Effect. Um, the researcher's name was Russo. He came up with this uh, um, called Entourage Effect, which means that all the cannabinoids together work much better when they're together than when they're apart. So if somebody is suffering okay. from really severe conditions, most of the time they will benefit from a product that has both. THC and CBD. Uh, the okay. percentage of how much CBD and THC somebody needs really depends on number one, their sensitivity level, and number two, uh-huh. the health of their endocannabinoid system. Uh, some people take tiny bit of hemp-derived CBD products and they start feeling much better right away. Some people need a little bit of THC to have that effect. Some people need to have more. THC to have that medicinal effect. So everyone's body is a little different. So it, it sounds to me it's like, okay, the whole plant itself has has a thing that's an active ingredient to take care of an issue and another ingredient to help with the side effects. And when you break mm-hmm. that down into these different oils, now you've eliminated the, the balance between the two. So you may have one exactly. particular oil that's handling the actual active symptoms, but it's not taking care of the side effects therein. Am I getting exactly. that kind of correct? Exactly right. <laughs> and it goes along with, with something I always say, when, when humans start messing with nature, that's when we get in trouble. <laughs> Leave yeah. the nature to do its own thing. Yeah. Um, th- 
when when you separate the cannabinoids, the terpenes, uh, you know, the, as you said, the active ingredients, they they lose their properties a lot. And actually, in dispensaries, that's what they started realizing when they created the products uh, for medical marijuana program that some of these mm-hmm. products were losing the medicinal effect. They didn't understand why. And then they realized that they were removing terpenes, which are the fragrances uh, in those different strains. After mm-hmm. they reintroduced those terpenes, some of those effects came back. So you're completely mm-hmm. right. Okay. Okay. Wow. So well, this is interesting. So then the next question kind of runs into that. How many milligrams does kind of start off with? Uh, per se, um, I wouldn't want you to start with a higher amount and then go too crazy. Are there increments in which this is introduced to the to the person's system? So it depends whether we're talking about uh, hemp or CBD products versus THC mm-hmm. products of medical marijuana. Uh, mm, if we're talking okay. about CBD products um, that don't have more than 0.03% of THC in them, uh, which means they don't have psychoactive potential and they have very small amounts of potential side effects, um, it's okay to start, you know, I'm not going to say the doses out loud because everyone, once again, is different, but it's okay to start a little bit higher dose than if you would be doing the THC product with mm-hmm. a psychoactive effect, especially if mm-hmm. somebody with a health issue, uh, maybe elderly person or person who never had uh, marijuana products in their life, then you mm-hmm. can start out tiny bits if it's THC. Because well, as you said, yes, if you take too much too quick, it's it's not going to kill you. That's the thing I love about cannabis. It's not going to kill you, but it's going to be very, very unpleasant. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I do not need you in a fetal position at KFC under the table. Uh-huh. No, 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 no one needs that. No, that's not a good move. It's not a good. Well, move. you know what? I I don't think anybody with cannabis uh, uh, with too much cannabis would do that. They would just be lying in their beds, sleeping or sitting on the couch. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty calm. Pretty calm. Real cool, correct? Huh? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I started going Did to get I was at the munchies. Right. <laughs> had the munchies. Yeah, like I was going to be a 10 minute wait. I'll tell you a story. Um, for, for some reason, because I guess dispensaries grow pretty quickly, they're hiring a lot of staff really quickly. I don't know, you know how much they get a mm-hmm. chance to train them right away. But for some reason, a lot of the young staff think that people who come into dispensaries just want to get high. And it's actually not the case because most of my patients walk in through the door and the first thing they say, I just want to make sure I don't get high. I just want this for medicinal purposes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then my 90-year-old patient goes to the dispensary and somebody gives them like the most potent medication there and then they spend two days unable to get out of bed. That's a, <laughs> yeah. that's a problem. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's some pretty strong stuff right there. Yeah, um um a old coworker but when that I used just to live happens in Los Angeles. If there's not not 
sorry to cut you off. That that happens only if uh-huh. there is no good guidance. Um, okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. I mean, um, I had a coworker who moved to Colorado once. Um, it just became legal. Um, their daughter was having seizures, and um, it seemed like this was the best move for them. And but they they had to pack up everything and to go. Um, yeah. So I, I like the idea of some education behind it all. I'm glad Ray kind of brought up the questions because they're very important questions. We were like, man, this is this is huge. We need to start speaking on this. So thanks for being able to answer those questions. I do appreciate it. Sure, and, and this is the problem that uh, this is the problem with evidence-based medicine. So, mm-hmm. you know, if somebody's listening and they could just imagine having the situation, having a child that's having, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 seizures, God forbid, a day, and mm-hmm. they're watching their child suffer, and mm-hmm. they also hear of thousands of, of moms and parents saying that this thing works, mm-hmm. but they can't use it legally because there's not enough evidence. Nobody paid for that evidence, so they have to move their entire life, they have to pick up and move right. their entire life somewhere else for that. That's, that's yeah, the that's problem. Big. That's big. That's, that's huge. Especially for like a state like us here in Tennessee, where we're extremely conservative here. It's like some of the ideas and the concepts that I had heard of when I lived in L.A., they're like, it, must, it might as well be a foreign language here in um in Nashville. So thanks for shedding some light on that. I do appreciate it. Wow. Okay. Um all right. So I think one of the other questions we have is uh when you see the stuff over the counter, what are what are your best recommendations for the common person when they're like buying it? If they're just like, you know what, I just want to try some stuff. I can't sleep right. Like what what would you recommend they do to to safely get them into the the stuff. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she lost you there for a second. Um, they need to seek out a reputable source. They need to do their their uh, uh, homework first. I would suggest not just stopping by any local store without knowing anything about it first. Um, so down online, Agreed. find a reputable company. Uh, if you need more information about our products, please feel free, you know, to, to call us or email us. But uh, there's a lot of reputable companies out there that are very transparent, that do provide third-party testing lab certificates, um, that do have um, testimonials. Just, just do your homework <clears throat> first before jumping into it. Okay. I guess we would Is say there that like with a any kind of medication. Oh, sorry. Really. Go ahead. Go ahead, Will. Sorry. No, I, I was just piggybacking off of that and just saying with, that would go for any kind of medication, you guys. Um, um, not just what we're speaking on now, but just any medication. You you definitely want to um, do your research behind it. Yeah. Okay. So you become your own authority. Um, I think we're done with the days. Some doctors will hate me for saying that. Oh, my goodness, I could only imagine. Um, we're done with the days where a doctor is the authority. 
where you just take their word for it and and do what they say without questioning because only because there's other companies that are in charge of a lot of these things and and mm-hmm. they're not always having the best intentions in mind unfortunately so become your own advocate do your own research question 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 authority I know. I'll be getting the, the backlash for this. I'll be getting the backlash. <laughs> well, I mean, now, but but it's good word though. You never want to assume that you know that they're the end all be all. This is the reason why people get, you know, first opinion, second opinion, sometimes third opinions. We just want to give options. Yeah. We're we're human. Doctors are human, and I'll I'll be the first to tell my patient, don't trust what I say. Go research it on your own. Go ask around. Exactly. Do do your own um, homework first. We're not That's human. Doctors make mistakes. Uh, pharmaceutical companies make mistakes. How many medications have been pulled after a while? How many medications mm. recently have been proven to have ingredients that are cancer-causing after mm, so many yeah. people use them? Uh, sometimes yeah. there's no way to tell these things unless, you know, until it's, it's already a little too wow. late. Too but late. sometimes yeah. there is a way. Sometimes there is a way. Just got to do your homework first. Real quick before we go, Doc, I'm curious. Are you familiar with the work of Dr. Sabi? Dr. Sabi. Yeah, S E B I. S E B I. I'm Googling right now. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Use I, Google. Did, but I don't remember. Uh, I know of him, and yes, yes, I didn't remember the name I heard of him. Okay. Uh, what What is the question about him? No, I'm just saying, like, you know. Me personally, like, I'm of the school of, like, for instance, like, I, I do art, right? So I should kind of, like, know who's who. And, and you know, and I was thinking, like, maybe, like, because you do holistic medicine, you have, like, at least, like, heard of him or, like, have done. Oh, there's so many amazing, amazing doctors. Yeah. So many. Yeah. So many mentors. So many doctors. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Well, well um. Doctor, I really appreciate your time, and I really want to explore the whole cannabis industry and everything um, in our next episode. So um, with that being said, do you, what's your last words for us before we part and, you know, for the next episode? Uh, sure. Thank you so much for having me. And my last words is just to, once again, be your own advocate. Think for yourself. Do your own research. Um, and stay healthy. All right. All right. Thank you for that, Doctor. And uh, thank you again for being on the show. And, Will, uh, do you have any last words for us? Um, I'm just going to echo what she said. Do the research. Um, Make sure you know what you're taking. Make sure um, this comes from reliable sources. Um, Do not jump in off the deep end without doing that research. Um, You could be doing more harm than good. 
and you know um, seek your um, seek information from your healthcare professionals. Um, challenge I challenge the authority a, to make sure. I give phone number and email if you if anybody yes. has oh, any questions. Oh, please do. Please do. Please do. Yes. Hello? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think I lost you, Don. <laughs> uh, so the phone number for Total Holistic Center is 564994. Mm, one more time for it. 323. Oops. 561-323-4994. Okay. And it's totalholistictcenter.com. Okay. Got it. All right. Well, were you good on your last parting words? Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, and um, okay. also echoing on off of the um, website, you do provide a 15-minute free consultation. Is that correct, Doc? Correct. Correct. Thank okay. you. Thank you for that reminder. Thank you. Okay. Yes, we do. All right. So uh, that's it for us. So until uh, next time, guys, uh, remember to comment, subscribe, pass on the episode to others and uh, be good to each other and uh, pass on the good words and stay at home. <laughs> stay inside. Stay at home. Don't forget that. Yeah, stay at home. Stay be safe. And... Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks, yeah. everybody. Bye. All right, then. Thank you, guys. Bye now. All right, we out. Mm-hmm.